In Atlanta, one voice has stood out for over four decades. An AJC original, The Monica Pearson Show. Let's talk about how you got to ESPN. Revealing interviews. You are known as America's doctor, but I want to know who you were before that. When you have a different name, you have different color skin, it can be tough. With Atlanta's most famous faces as you've never seen them before. I'm telling my story. This is the American dream. The Monica Pearson Show, streaming now on AJC.com. Well, that was a letdown. Baseball happened tonight, but we're in a really good spot. We're up 3-2, going back to Houston. And if you told us that at the beginning of the series, you know, we'd be happy with that. Apparently, it will not be that easy after all. Welcome to Episode 18 of the AJC Braves Report Podcast, presented by Kroger. There is no grand parade yet after the Braves cannot pay off a first-inning grand slam and lose to the Astros in Game 5. Now the race is on to Houston, where the season will end one way or the other. Our crew of reporters and photographers is on the way back to Texas, and so will AJC columnist Mark Bradley once he gets done with this podcast. And, uh, Mark, all I've got to say is apparently that was a little anticlimactic last night. Um, deflating, yeah. Um, I mean, you, you know, you can't say that when you lead, hit a grand slam in the first inning and lead toward nothing, you, you, you know, not winning that game in the regular season would be a letdown. But with the World Series uh, clinching at, in the offing, it, it, was, it was a major letdown. Now, I, I will say that, you know, um, I think the Braves themselves were the least letdown people in, in the ballpark because – you know they're pros. They're, they they know that you know Houston's good, and that you know in baseball you would, even a good team loses games. And uh, and 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 they also knew. And and in hindsight, you know we all should have known, but you know sometimes you you start looking at it with what you want to see and not not what what's actually there. Trying to win consecutive bullpen games against a team as good as the Astros using pitchers that were not even on your roster in the, in the series against the Dodgers, that was, that was a, that was a, a big ask that was almost an impossible ask. They got, they got through the first one, you know, the, the, the late home runs pulled that one out, but, but this one, you know, they, they, you know, they were up for nothing. And then two innings later, it was tied. Did you feel the momentum shift in this oh. series last night? I, I felt I felt the momentum in the game certainly in, in the second inning when the when the Astros scored and when when Alex Bregman who had been terrible in the series uh, and had been moved from third in the in the order to seventh got a double off Tucker Davidson to score the first run and then uh, then Martin Maldonado drove in the second with a sack fly you know you that that was really a bad sign because it was like here here the Braves are or they got they got the Duvall Grand Slam, they're up four nothing, and now the lead the lead has been half before they come to come to the plate the next inning, and then after the top of the third, the lead was gone. Now Freddie Freeman put it back for a little while with a home run, but you know they, you, you could tell then that the Braves had had really gotten ahead of themselves in the bullpen thing. Uh, they were hoping that, that Davidson would would give him seventy pitches. He gave him fifty three. They got uh, they they had to go to to Minter much earlier than they they usually go to Minter, and uh, even though Minter said his stuff was was fine, uh, the results weren't, and and that can happen in baseball too. Uh, 
and you know it, it just it just got out it, it just they got ahead of themselves and they got stretched and and uh, and they lost all right, got a lot to get to with Mark here, but before we do, I want to tell you that the AJC Braves Report podcast is brought to you by Kroger. Kroger is a proud sponsor of the Atlanta Braves, and Kroger has winning ideas for fans all postseason long with fun recipes and a great selection of party trays if you're hosting a watch party. Visit Kroger.com or your local Kroger store to cheer on the Braves as they battle for the A. It looked like that uh, half the state was at the watch party at the Battery last night. They even had to shut the place down, as uh, we reported earlier in the day, but Brian Snitker obviously wanted to give those people something to cheer about. You always love to do it here. Um, I'll take it anywhere. I, I mean, I don't care where we're at. I mean, if we can win a World Series, it doesn't matter to me where it is. I mean, I'd love to have done it in front of our fans. Uh, hopefully we can, you know, do it in the next couple of days. But evidently this was a clear case of peaking too early. We celebrated it. We, uh, you know, we got excited. And, you know, that's what you do when you hit home runs. Um, but, you know, it's it's a long game. We weren't able to, uh, y- you know, get it going again and, and keep the pressure on. I'd much rather score that big run like in the seventh inning. We don't have so much time to cover. Yeah, it was, it was good. I mean, I was exciting right there. and, and um, But we knew it still had a long, long way to go in that game. And anything could happen. And Mark, I'll admit, I, I, you know, we've talked about this the postseason of destiny for the Braves. After Duvall hits a first inning grand slam, I was all in. It seemed like, hey, this is destiny. First first inning grand slam of the World Series since 1960. Did you start jotting down your notes for a World Championship column? I started writing it. <laughs> uh, the uh, and again, after Freddie put put the Braves back ahead. Um, I, I can tell you that uh, uh, when when Duvall's ball, ball went over the wall, hey, there, hey, there's poetry for you. Gabe and I looked at each other like, "Yep, this is happening," and you know, it didn't happen. So it, it was, you know, it, it was. We were we were all kind of geeked up, and you know, we were we were hoping that uh, we could get to put out a paper that said Braves are world champions, or words to that effect, and. Uh, and we still may, but, uh, um, it, you know, last night was, it, it, it's hard to look at that last night, and it, you know, coldly, meaning look like, like, you know, hey, it's a loss, you know, deal with it. Uh, because it just felt like that, that things have been going so well this whole postseason, that, that they've been, uh, that Braves have been playing well. They've been, they've been, uh, for once the, you know, the, the breaks seem to be on their side, even when they weren't, I mean, they, you know, when Charlie Morton gets hurt, but last night was a game where Charlie Morton would have been a major factor and he wasn't there and, and couldn't pitch. And that, that's a big deal. And, um, but now they've got Max Freed, uh, going in game six and Ian Anderson, presumably in game seven on, on, on full rest. And they're good pitchers. I, I, you know, if you're looking at the starting pitching edge for the next two games, you you have to like the Braves' chances. Framer Valdez was not fooling anybody for the second straight appearance, but no, the, no, the, uh, no, the he ass, was not. We, we've talked about how much the, the how, how terrific the Braves' bullpen is, has been shutting things down. But the Astros' bullpen's now got an ERA of under two, uh, and they gave up a combined four hits last night. Yeah, the Astros bullpen has been very good, uh, and uh, you know that's kind of the hidden part of this World Series because, you know, in Game One they were down five nothing, and uh, in Game Two the Astros didn't score, so uh, you know it was always going to be who scored first, uh, and that turned out to be the Braves, and then the 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 two home runs given up by um, 
uh, given up by Javier in uh, the span of four or what five pitches turned game four around. But no, the Astros bullpen has been good. The Braves bullpen has been good. Um, you know, I I I, uh, I think that the, one of the reasons that these teams are in the World Series is because they have bullpens like that, and that's that's a major thing to get through uh, to get through three postseason series because you know you know the with starters are going shorter and shorter distances, and uh, and in 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 the case of these two teams. You know, uh, there there has come a point in the in the series where it seems like they're running out of starters. Um, you know, you would not have expected uh, Dylan Lee and Tucker Davidson to be starting World Series games, but uh, that just happened. As far as the Braves pitching goes, you know, we mentioned it's pretty much a near impossible task to have back-to-back rookies start in the World Series who weren't even on the roster a week ago. But Tucker said he was ready. I definitely soaked it in. Uh, walking walking out to the bullpen to warm up, I definitely soaked it in. I'm just kind of – people are chaining my name and kind of taking that all in. And then whenever you get out there, it just felt like another game. And it was just kind of slow down. The emotions are going to be there, and let's just compete. What were you doing when the phone rang with Snit Tallinn this morning? I was laying in bed. I'd probably been up for about 30 minutes at that time. And what did you think when the phone rang? I was pumped. I was like, let's go. Let's do this. This is, the, this is what I want to do. I want to start a game in the World Series. That's been my dream, a dream of mine for my entire life. And whenever you get that opportunity, you want to make the most of it. I know uh, I know. some Braves fans are a little frustrated that the Tucker had to go out there for, for the third inning, but that's the situation they're in. I mean, that somebody's got to go the bulk, and they're down to Tucker Davidson. That, that's what they've got. Yeah, and if if Dansby Swanson uh, fields uh, Altuve's ball to start the third inning, maybe that inning doesn't get out of hand as, uh, the way it did. But things happen, and uh, um, I, I think some of us were surprised that they didn't pinch hit for uh, for Davidson in the second inning. But you know, like Snister said, they, they were looking for, to Dylan Lee for maybe four batters. Uh, which is, I think, what they got. But they were also, but they were looking for more from Davidson, and uh, and and he threw 53 pitches, which you know was in the grand scheme pretty good. I mean, you know, they had the lead when technically he walked off the mound, but uh, uh, they didn't have it much longer, and those runs were unearned. Um, I think that they, the baseball gods had been tested uh, on the, on these two these two. Uh, bullpen games or opener games with rookies in a row. And I think they said one's enough and, uh, and uh, we can't let you do this again. I mean, yeah, they, I honestly, if, you know, when, when Charlie Morton broke his leg last week, I know it's kind of the old trope, but if you told me they split in these two bullpen games, I'll take it. Oh yeah. I mean, you know, it, and I, I, I just wrote a little something along those five, I told you, what if I told you, you know, if I told you over the first four months of the season that the Braves would be going back to Houston with a chance to win the World Series by winning one game, would you have taken it? Well, you would have, but you'd have laughed first because, yes. uh, you know, this was a team that couldn't even, you know, it wasn't even a winning team. Uh, and now they're, they're one, they're, they're still in one win away from a World Series win and uh, championship. But, um, you know, it's kind of interesting that the team that really had a hard time breaking 500, if they go 500 from here on, they're they're world champs. Yep. And Snicker did go for the kill shot in the fourth inning, bringing in A.J. Minner, like we mentioned, much earlier than expected. 
at his 0.82 postseason ERA. My God, he's been so good. He's had such a great postseason, and and um, <clears throat> he had to work really hard and, and um, didn't work. I mean, we were going to take that shot right there. Benner gives up three runs but says it wasn't as bad as it looked. I mean, I wouldn't even call it a bad outing, honestly. I felt like my stuff was just as sharp tonight as any other outing. Um, I was getting ahead of hitters. I felt like I was 0-2, 1-2 almost every hitter, and those guys, they made good quality swings on two strikes. Um, yeah, I guess I could have left, made them some better pitches with two strikes, but um, with Correa, I had him 0-2, left a cutter up, base hit, um, got a good strikeout against Alvarez, and then um, Guriel, he cut her, backdoor cutter, and he stuck his bat out there and had a good hit as well. Um, obviously with uh, Maldonado, you know, I could tell he was going up there trying to, you know, work a walk. And for me, it was just, you know, I, I tried to aim the ball instead of just driving the, to the mitt. And that's obviously the one thing I would take back. Yeah, he, he says he may have had his stuff, but that there uh, makes a bad outing when you walk Maldonado. Well, uh, it was interesting, too, because uh, I've, I've stayed to listen to all the Astros talk last night. And uh, Carlos Correa was like laughing about how close Maldonado had gotten to the plate. Uh, you know, they, he, he was like, you know, he was really up there to walk. And as we saw, he squared around, uh, like he was going to bunt on, uh, on ball four. And I think that is just him doing that, uh, unnerved Minter because he almost threw the ball to the backstop. So, um, that, that was, a, that was a pretty good job of can't really say hitting, but, uh, because he didn't hit the ball, but it, it's a pretty good job of plate coverage or something uh by uh by a guy who's not a very good hitter let's call that a pretty good job of getting the most out of the lack of offense that you possess yeah well okay yeah <laughs> that that too yeah because he because but maldonado had three rbis last night so as they pointed as the astros pointed out three rbis in three different ways that fly walk and a hit but i i guess Menner was due because he's just been unbelievable yeah yeah, and, and the Astros said that. They said he's been great. And, and I, I think all Dusty and, and Correa and, uh, and Maldonado all said this, and, and Marvin Gonzalez all said this guy's just been great. So, you know, we knew how tough he is. And I guess that's the thing, you know, when, when obviously in a long postseason, in a long series, there's no surprises anymore if you keep coming in the ball. Game. No, no, no. Uh, I mean, you know, that, you know I think anybody who, who needs to play has already played. So, uh yeah, there's there's a book on everybody now. There were a few Braves fans complaining with Snitker using Smiley in a two-run game, saying he was basically yeah. waving the white flag. Do you think that's a fair critique? Um, I, I well, I yeah, I do. Uh, yeah, I've got I just kind of wrote that uh, in what I'm writing for tomorrow. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so yeah, I do think that. But you know. What are you going to do? Are you are you are you going to put in Will Smith there? Or are you going to put in Tyler uh, Matzik, who has started? You know, his pitch almost. Was he pitched like twelve out of fourteen games or yeah. something like that? And yeah, I mean, you know, you, you're not going to do that. I mean, if he's on the roster, that you know, that's where you're using because your chances of winning are, are are pretty slender to begin with. And uh, you know, if you put him in, you know, they there's a chance they'll be even less substantial but but at the same time you you know you can't use your number one guys there because you you, you know not if, not if you have two more chances to win the world series the uh, the fair critique is uh drew smiley's making 11 million dollars and his well he had his one outing against the dodgers but he's got to get people out um well 
story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know, but it, <laughs> it, it, you know, it, it, if we're going to going to go on that, I mean, you know, coal million, coal hand, coal millions, coal, <laughs> also you know, true. Coal, yeah, coal <laughs> made eighteen million last year for for uh, got uh, ten outs for the Braves, and not 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 in the postseason. I I, I can respect Snitker for you know. You can't manage like there's no tomorrow until there is in fact no tomorrow, and the Braves are no, in the position. No, uh, no, you can't. You 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 can't. And and you know you have to balance. You have to balance, like they say in in other sports, they say time and score. Uh, you ha- you have to balance score and and upcoming schedule with with your pitchers. You you just you know that 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 would have now now you're looking at getting the big back three, uh, Jackson, Matic, and and Smith. They've all, they're all going on two days rest, which is good for a reliever, uh, into game six. So that, that's, that's a good thing. I mean, you know, that's, that's not maybe what fans wanted, but, you know, certainly I understood that. Uh, that's my thing. And speaking of what could possibly happen tomorrow, I want to tell you that the AJC Braves report is also brought to you by Academy Sports and Outdoors. The Atlanta Braves are playing to win the World Series, and Academy Sports and Outdoors has everything you need to rep the Braves on on the big stage. Swing by your local Academy store today or shop online at academy.com to gear up for all the excitement. Academy Sports is the official sporting goods retailer of the Atlanta Braves with jerseys, T-shirts, hats, and more at prices that you will love. And this year... All 14 Atlanta area stores will open immediately after a series clinched by the Braves, which will either be on Tuesday or Wednesday. Or Thursday. Or or, or, or Thursday. (laughs) Well, yes, as long as these games go, it could be Thursday afternoon. (laughs) But uh, what do you think of Dusty Baker shaking up his lineup? Um, I I mean, I thought he needed to do it. I mean, obviously, he's he's down to his last last straw there. Uh, And... uh, and Bregman had been just really, really bad in the series. It, 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 it's kind of unbelievable because this is a guy who finished like second in the MVP battle not so long ago. And he, he's a, he's a really good player, but he is just, he just looks like he has forgotten how to hit, but he managed to get a big double last night. But, uh, he, he, you know, he was batting third and that, uh, and he got pushed down to seventh and they, they moved Guriel up. And, um, and you know, it, it seemed to work. I mean, I, I don't know that it would have worked necessarily if the Braves had, Braves had, had Charlie Morton on the mound, say. But, uh, uh, you know, it, uh, for the moment, it seemed to work. Should Brian Snitker do something similar with his number three hitter? Um, Ozzie is not having a very good uh, series. You know, I can't say I'm surprised because you can take a small sample size of, of anybody and, and find a place where they're not hitting. But, you know, Ozzy's a good player. I, I you know, and, I, and I, I think that I would not be surprised if he has a big hit uh, in him before this is done. But he, he has not had a good series. Now on to game six in the brace. Have not lost consecutive games since mid-September when they dropped four in a row to the Rockies and the Giants. They're not going to quit. They're not going to roll over, um, you know. And, uh, I mean, this is uh, we're playing for it all. We're playing for everything right now. Uh, we're playing for, you know, the dreams that we've had as a little kid, and um, you know, it's not going to be easy this time of the year. All throughout the postseason, it's not going to be easy. And Brian Snicker should not have to worry about a bullpen game anymore because he's got Max Fried. I, I always feel good when Max pitches. I mean, it's it's uh, he always gives you a chance to win, and and um, like I say, I mean, it's. Uh, our bullpen's in good shape. Max has got full rest, and we should be good to go. 
I mean, I mean, Mark Freed can't have three straight bad starts in a row, can he? Well, he can, but I, I don't think he will. Uh, I, I never think he's going to have a bad start. I think, I think he's really, really good. And uh, I, I mean, I'm not. That's not just me. I mean, he had the lowest ERA in baseball over the second half. Uh, he is really good, but you know, he he the last he he had the great start in Milwaukee. Um, he struggled through the first one against the Dodgers, uh, but you know, did okay and they won the game. Uh, but the last two have been substandard by his standards, and uh, you know, but I I, I don't I don't I don't know I, I would think what you just said was is probably right. You really don't expect a pitcher of this this caliber to have uh, three bad starts in a row. As far as the Astros go, Jose Herkiti pitched in relief in Game Five. He was lined up to start Game Six. Do you right. know what they're going to do? Um, I don't. Uh, and, and Dusty said that he, he felt like he really needed a shutdown inning at that time. And that's why he used him, uh, because it was a little surprising because, uh, you know, he, uh, that Dusty was managing like there was no tomorrow at that point, which, which you can understand there wasn't for his team. But, you know, it, that does leave a, leave a question as to what's going to happen in game six. And, and I don't really know. So far, their most effective starter has been Zach Grinke, yes. who managed to get through four innings uh, uh, in game four. I, I don't know if they could bring him back on that short of rest, but it wouldn't surprise me if, if we see him again in the series at some point because, you know, I, he, he, he's good and he, he's pretty economical with his pitches, and he's not a real hard thrower, so he might be able to, like, you know, he throws so many different pitches that uh, that maybe he he could get something out of uh, out of short rest that that somebody else might not be able to. He's also been around forever, so it it seems like they are really trying to avoid bringing rookie Luis Garcia back on short rest for Game Six. Um, I I don't think they find that optimal. He only lasted what barely three innings in in the game he started against the Braves here. Uh, I guess it was Friday night. Uh, although he, he did have a big start against Boston. So, um, you know, I don't know. I, I, I would say that I, I don't know what their options beyond him are, frankly, having for Kitty last night. And, and I, I think last night's starter, I, I don't know that we're going to see him again in the series. Uh, no, I think Fram, I think Framber is, is done. Um, but I mean, no, this Framber, is. Framber. Yeah, Framber's ERA is uh, not good at this point. No, it's a uh, it's a pretty good credit score though. Uh, which he's got that going for him. Um, <laughs> but I mean, this this has got to be it, right, for Atlanta. I mean, it's all right here. It's exactly what you want, and the Astros pitching is in kind of in chaos right now. Yeah, it is. But uh, you know, we we you know, postseason is strange, and uh, you know, the Braves winning uh, winning Game Four was. Uh, was pretty outrageous too the way yes, they, they won it. So uh, you know, you, you just baseball's baseball's funny, and post postseason baseball is is even funnier, and not in a ha ha way necessarily. It's just weird. But you know, it, you have to like the Braves' chances again. You have to like them in Game Six, and you like them in Game Seven. You know, the Astros haven't had a hit yet off uh, Ian Anderson. The other thing too is the Astros have been here before. They're kind of a streaky hitting team, and the longer the series will go, the chance of them getting getting hot uh, grows a little bit too. Uh, the, you know, obviously they weren't hitting much at all through the first four games, especially if you take out the second game. Um, but 
they uh, they started to hit some last night, and and that you know you 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 would you would think that maybe Max Fried would uh, would be able to to take care of that, but uh, but uh, if the Astros the Astros when they have it going are a good team, and there's a reason they're in the World Series for the, the third time in five years, and the reason that they won 95 games. All right, so that'll wrap it up here for this edition of the Braves Report podcast. We'll be back after Game 6, of course, part of our wall-to-wall coverage during the postseason from the Atlanta Journal-Constitution, which includes the AJC e-paper. We give you more than just the score with insights and analysis on the Braves and our expanded after-the-game pages in your e-paper, which you can only get if you subscribe. So, Mark, what will we be reading from, what will we be reading from you before Game 6? Um, just pretty much what we've talked about here, although I hope in slightly more coherent form. I hope I write better than I talk. But yeah, I, I, I mean, I, I think that the Braves are still in good shape. I, it was disappointing last night, uh, but, uh, but you know, you, you really do have to like their chances, although, you know, we, we are Atlanta and, uh, uh, we, uh, you know, uh, we, we've, I, I think that's in the back of everybody's mind. Is is that how many Atlanta teams have looked great until they didn't? Um, now I, I I think the Braves, this Braves team, is, is good enough to put that to rest and uh, uh, and and win the World Series. But you know they have to do it. And we'll leave you uh, with that. Don't let your guard down, anybody. It's going to be a long 48 hours. But we do appreciate everybody's help in trying to grow this show. What we need is for you to subscribe us, rate us, review us, and share us so we can continue to bring you the AJC Braves Report podcast for free. And we'll be back with you after game six. Thank you, Mark. Thank you. When you're looking for leading cardiac treatment, look to Northside Hospital Heart Institute. We lead with five emergency cardiac care centers, so we're here when you need us most. We lead with more than 55 locations in Georgia. That means we're always in the heart of your neighborhood. We lead with clarity, because clear direction is better when it comes to understanding every step of your treatment. Northside Hospital Heart Institute. We lead with heart. The AJC's trusted veteran political voices, Greg Bluestein, Patricia Murphy, Tia Mitchell, and Bill Nygut are the essential source for Georgia politics. The Atlanta Journal-Constitution's Politically Georgia. Sign up for the newsletter, download the podcast, subscribe to the AJC.